Welcome to Messy in the Middle, the podcast. We are two realtors from two different coasts working to improve and grow. We believe you deserve to have a thriving business and live a balanced life. Your journey from ideas to implementation starts now. Hello, Jeffy. How are you in San Diego? I'm doing really well, actually. I uh, We're in the height of summer in the 90s and humid and... You know, that's definitely not my favorite weather, but I am very happy to be here in San Diego. How about you, Mr. Chapel Hill? Well, we are in, you know, we invented humidity out here in the South. (laughs) So uh, it's, it's very hot and it's very humid, Uh, but we had a rain, a thunderstorm just blew in. So uh, ginger might be kind of, you know, acting Barking in the background. Yeah. So lots of rain and all that. So we do get the benefit of that where it cools it off and then you just sweat Mm. more because it's even more humid. But everybody, we are excited to bring you a very off-the-cuff episode, mm, and it's mm-hmm. we're calling this one Seller Agent Interviews, Let's Ask Chat GPT. It's a little bit of a mouthful, but we're going to go with that. GPT. So, GPT. So here's, here's the premise and why it matters. Uh, it's important when you're going into uh, a, an agent interview, you know, when you're going on a listing preso mm-hmm. and the clients are interviewing you, they're going to ask questions, right? I, I'm and, still stuck on the listing preso. I like that. Yep. Hey, man, I'm coming over for a listing preso. I'm coming over you for a listing for me? preso. You like that, don't you? <laughs> I do. I do. You're going to use it. You don't I even have to. It. You don't even have to attribute it to me. It's very San Diego. Coming over for the preso. So, um, <laughs> I was I was thinking everybody's talking about Chat GPT. So why don't I put in what are the top five questions that sellers ask agents, and let's see what it spits out. And then you mm-hmm. and I are going to go through it unrehearsed. We haven't even oh, looked great. at these, right? Great. So we're going to pretend like we're being asked. Okay. And why it matters? You got to mm-hmm. be on top of your game, and people you know, are using third-party tools to kind of like say, hey, what do I need to be asking my agent? So these are things you could see, and okay. it's just good practice. Uh, okay. So I thought it'd be kind of fun to see I how like you handle, handle these. Mm-hmm. And um, I got a feeling we will have uh, references from previous material, but it's all in one nice little bundle for I like what are it. five things I could get asked on a listing presentation. So are you ready? Tie it up. Ready for it. All okay, right, so first are you going to ask me, and then I'm, I'm going to get to ask you so I'm not in the hot seat the whole time? Yeah, we're going to talk about it. So I'm going to oh, ask okay. you the question and I'll let you lead. You can do that. Yeah, we can go back and forth because I literally haven't even looked at these. Me, so me I'm going to ask you the okay. first one. All right. So, uh, Jeffy, what did, what do you uh, what experience do you have in selling homes in this area? So mm. how do you handle that question? Okay, I personally, because I've been in the business 22 years, I just explain how long I've been in the business and how I work, which is by referral. I tend to do a lot of business in this area. So if I'm in that area, I mean, I could pull out a spreadsheet of all the homes that I've sold in the area. But when I'm not in that area, I really lean into how working by referral means and what it looks like. I also share a lot about how I'm a numbers-driven person. And so for me to understand a market is really easy because I have the keys that I need to understand a market. So I go through those type of things with them. And then I also kind of, I usually at the end throw in something that says, anybody can say 
that they're the <laughs> the area specialist. What does that mean? I can yeah. say that about anywhere. I'm the area specialist of North Carolina. <laughs> <laughs> really, Still. Jeffy? But but anybody can. So I said, be leery. That's the right word, not weary, leery of um, people that say that because it's it's an easy thing to say, but really are they? Yeah, yeah. how do you back it up? Yeah. So, um, so here's how I tend to handle it. And again, I haven't thought about it too much, but you know, I tend to be a little more laser focused on my markets. So, so uh-huh. and it, you know, San Diego is a little different, so it's a little easier for me yeah. to handle it. Okay. Um, I'll say, hey, I've been doing this 20 years. I've sold over, you know, 400 or whatever it is homes. I know where the bodies are buried on most of these things. <laughs> and and, <laughs> and so I, what I did, um, I did this a while back, is I had Beth print out all the addresses for the mm. properties I had sold, and mm-hmm. then we Google mapped them. Great idea. So I've got a map that just shows like all these dots of homes that I've sold, right? Fantastic. And I can zoom in or zoom out. And it's just like this giant, you know, at first it's like this giant blob. And then you can go <laughs> in, you know, and there's some, you know, there's some cul-de-sacs I've sold every home in the cul-de-sac, you know, I've yeah. sold homes three or four times. So that tends to be an easier one. Um, sure. When when I get out of my area, um, mm-hmm. I just lean into the data just like you and, yeah. and say, hey, I track all this stuff and this is where I am and you know, how mm-hmm. I evaluate a market. But mm-hmm. um, again, according to ChatGPT, it's crucial to know the realtor's experience and track record in selling homes within a specific neighborhood or locality. So, See, and I, w- I would definitely push back on that be for two reasons. And and when they're asking, I would, I would say now that I have this chat GPT shit, <laughs> I would say, <laughs> I would say, let's talk about what it means to be part of a team, especially if you're a new agent. I want to explain to you what that means. We have, you know, we have someone who's very heavily involved in this area. We have someone who's very heavily, like you, you bring the tribe vibe to the listing appointment. So I would be ready for that. And then also have a really good dialogue of what it means to work by referral mm-hmm. versus area. Like, so be prepared for this question is basically what I'm saying. Yeah, be prepared for it, definitely. <laughs> and I think for a newbie, don't be afraid to team up with somebody that has that experience mm-hmm. to be able to bring that in because if, if you're in a competitive situation, it's very important. And then just to better serve your client. If you think you're weak in a certain area, then team up with somebody that might uh, shore that weakness so that you can better serve your client. Absolutely. Um, I think that's, okay, so that's a good one. Uh, you want to ask me uh, the next one? Uh, Ed, what's your marketing plan for my property? Ooh, very good one. So I tend to not go over that in the initial meet. What I like to do is go and, and do a tour first if it's brand new. So I want to go and lay eyes on it and walk mm-hmm. through, get a feel for what's there. And then I follow up um, and come through on the back end with, with all my recommendations and the marketing plan. That's what I tend to do. Um, if it's a property I already know and I'm doing real well, then I'm going to lay through. We just we just talked about the last couple episodes building the buzz. Hey, this is how we do it. This is how you market a property. You know the importance of nailing the price, creating the buzz, how we go about doing that, and laying all that steps out, setting the right expectations for when we might need to do price adjustments based on data.
days on market and what's occurring, how we want to slot on the market mm-hmm. um, with actives. That's how mm-hmm. I do it. Tell me, tell me what you do. I say three things. Oh, I love it. Succinct. Uh-huh. Let's hear it. Yeah, this is the first time you've said more. Well, I guess I'm more. I'm more to the point, right? But yeah. uh, I say, okay, uh, Mr. and Mrs. Seller, marketing plan is this: price, presentation, and photos. If you have those three in alignment, that's all you need. I love that. That's very me. I like that. <laughs> three P's. The three P's. Price, presentation, presentation. and photos. photos. And then obviously I go deeper into those things. So I branch off of those three things. But I don't get it messy. I'm not printing out flyers and passing them to your neighbors. I don't even do flyers in a flyer box. I do a QR code, which most people do at this point. Yep. Um, if you I want, do websites. That's the only difference. We don't do... Yep. We do name writer... Uh, yeah, you know, websites. Right website. Same thing. Those look really good, by the way. Yeah, Those that's really super good. sharp. But go ahead, continue. Super sharp, super clean. So, but the thing is, is that we all know, because right now I'm looking for property all over the US. So I'm constantly online. Your photos are what's going to stop me. Price and photos is what makes me take a pause. Mm-hmm. And to get the photo, you need the presentation. So whatever that means, you know, does it mean paint? Does it mean raking your yard? Does it mean getting rid of the dog smell? What does it mean? But those two things are the things that sell your home. I love it. And um, one of the ways I phrase that on the photos Mm. is I say, you need to remember that the first showing occurs online. Mm -hmm. People are evaluating your home based on the photos, and then they decide to book an appointment. Or have their agent do an online appointment, mm-hmm. right? Or come I to the open that. house. So the first that. showings occur online, and it's it's funny. I'm going. I'm bringing two listings on as we speak, and I'm going through the photos. You know, and the, I've got sixty, mm-hmm. and I'm curating those things down and getting them in the right order so they make sense and they're telling a story. Mm-hmm. You just don't throw the photos up. You've got to like, yeah. Do it yeah, the we right have a podcast way. on that. We have a yeah. whole podcast on the craziness of agents and their they don't even look at the photos, they just freaking upload them. Yeah. And that's that's not how you do it. You have to curate them. And yeah. just because you have 60 doesn't mean it's better. You, you know, I usually throw half of them out. Yeah. Actually, talking about that, this is a good thing to talk about too. From experience, I had a seller one time that got really upset that they didn't have more photos. And I had to explain why I don't do it that way and wh- how that actually helps the consumer. You want to you wanna entice them to be there. You don't want to oversaturate them. You want to give them the story, but you don't want to show them the bathroom toilet. Like right. there's, there, there are things and, and that therein lies the trust that you have to build with your sellers is that, Look, I do this all day, every day. Please let, please trust me as to why I do these things. If for any reason it doesn't go the way I think it's going to go, then we'll put the ninety photos up there. <laughs> yeah, 
Yeah. But you, you got to, yeah. yeah, you got to take them down. Okay. Mm-hmm. okay. Um, and I'm just looking to see what ChatGPT's comments were on this. It's uh, understanding the realtor's marketing plan is essential. Ask about their strategies for showcasing the property to potential buyers, including online listings, professional photography, mm-hmm. open houses, social mm-hmm. media promotion, another marketing plan. It's funny. All that they talked about there, they didn't mention the most important thing, price. Price. I know. <laughs> well, you know, Computers are not as smart as we give them credit for. Right. But I think it is just interesting as people are listening <laughs> and if they're using this tool. Of course they're using this tool, right? right? I mean, the buzz is around this tool. So they're doing it, but they're still missing the human element that we bring to yeah. a listing appointment, which hey, is well, knowledge. Yes. While we're talking about that, and this is yeah. a complete side thing, how <laughs> current do you think the data is in Chat GPT? What do you think the cutoff date is? Well, doesn't it pull from every piece of information that's been put in? That's what you think. But okay. the cutoff date, now it may be just the free version, which is like what everybody uses, is September yeah. of 2021. Whoa, really? Yeah, Sam, my son told me that. I'm like, really? And and I went and looked when I was doing this, it's I was asking current questions and it said, we can't comment on current because our some, cutoff some, date some. is up 2021. So it's like all wow. this stuff. I mean, has the market changed a little bit in the last couple of years? <laughs> Hell yeah. So so I think that's very, very interesting. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah. Well, okay. I mean, this is this is great because I tend to poo-poo these type of things because I'm not into them. But this is a really good podcast, Ed. So thank you for putting this together because it's important to know this stuff. It is. Hey, everyone. Thanks for listening to our show. We get a lot of questions about why we do this. And I want to say that we love it. We sharpen our skills. We get to have fun and we get to interact with all of you. So thank you for that. Thanks so much. And we do have one favor to ask. If you know anyone that's thinking about buying or selling in the US or Canada, let us know. We have an amazing network of vetted agents that are so good at what they do. And what better gift can you give that person than somebody that's best of breed? Enjoy the rest of the show. Okay, what is the suggested listing price for my home? Ooh, okay. So obviously, you and I both do CMAs where we go Uh in and we present that professionally. So the way Mm -hmm. I've been doing that lately is, again, I do that first tour. And then with... uh, you know, with the, the firm I'm with, with Compass, we've got a really, really good online CMA tool. So I've been doing my follow-up mm-hmm. on that okay. um, on a Zoom call where I'm presenting it yeah, and going like through, if, if it makes sense. I can do it in person, but it actually comes through better um, online because we can play around with it a little bit right. more. Right, right. Um, but then, as you and I both know, our strategy is that we like to list below the comp value to create the buzz. So we mm-hmm. look at where we think the range of value is going to be, where we want to price it, how mm-hmm. it slots with the current actives at that time, and then mm-hmm. and then reevaluate. So mm-hmm. that's been a, that's been a pretty good tool. And of course, if they're really trying to push on a number, I I fall back on the line you taught me, which I'll let you deliver. <laughs> So, Mr. and Mrs. Seller, I just want to let you know, as hard as this is going to be to hear, 
that it doesn't matter what I think your house is going to sell for or even what you think your house is going to sell for. The buyer is going to decide what your house is going to sell for. And whether you choose to accept that offer or not is up to you. That's yeah. right. It's not yeah. me. It's not you. It's the buyer. And yes. the more traffic and buzz we can create, the more we can push that buyer price up. Yes, exactly. So I, you and I do our pricing very similar, um, similarly. The only thing I would say is a lot of times people really do want a number. Like they want you to tell you, they want to be told a number. And years ago, I had an agent that I um, knew well and he would give a $100,000 spread. Mm. And and that's a lot, but it does, it doesn't, at, in this point, in this day and age in San Diego, it's not a lot, to be honest with you. You can easily go within that $100,000 range. So I kind of followed suit with that just to say, worst case, you know, middle of Expected, the road. Yeah, yeah, best and, yeah, and best case. And what that does is that because we really don't know at this point, because supply and demand is so far off, it allows for conversation. And then I always, 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 really let the sellers know worst case scenario, right? Yeah. yeah. Because if you do that, it really does set a space for open conversation, open dialogue. You know, look, here we are, here we're sitting. And this is something that we talked about a little bit, but, you know, and then it, and then it goes down the road. I think that I, as a young agent, young in years, not in age, but a young agent, I I think I over-promised pricing mm-hmm. and that was based on stats, but yeah. every house is different. We don't really have track homes where I live. Every house is different. So it's very hard to get, oh, my neighbor sold for this and then you're going to sell for that. I mean, lot yeah. sizes, house sizes, everything is different. But yeah, so what do they say about that then? What do they say about the suggested list price? Uh, let's see. A knowledgeable realtor will perform a CMA to mm-hmm. determine an appropriate listing price for, for the home. Sellers should ask for a breakdown of how the realtor arrived at the suggested price and their rationale behind it. Great. Which Yeah, which is great. Great advice. And I think that's something I know we both do and we recommend mm-hmm. wholeheartedly. And we're, you know, we're in the same situation too here mm-hmm. um, where a lot of our homes are not track homes. You know, it's, mm-hmm. it's tough at times. Mm-hmm. Um, the one thing I will tell you that I do is on the list, when we're signing listing documents, I'll put a price in and I'll say, this is a placeholder. Let's get, let's get our listing documents. Yes. Set. Yes. This is where I think we should be, but we're going to reevaluate right before we go live. And in fact, yes. one of the ones I'm working on, uh, we're bringing on tomorrow. I had that follow-up call and they did all the prep work and homework. And I looked where we were slotted. I said, Hey, I mm-hmm. think we can go a little bit higher. I don't think it's going to hurt us. Mm-hmm. Um, let's push it up 10 grand, you know, to mm-hmm. kind of come under this price point. Um, here's what I heard on the competition. Cause I talked to mm-hmm. the agents, like, how's it going? So they've mm-hmm. got all that feedback and we're in a good slot. That's great. So that's, that's how we do that. That's good. Okay. Uh, number four. How, Jeffy, how will you communicate with me throughout the selling process? Well, Ed, that's a very good question because I communicate with you the way you like to be communicated with. So, do you like text, voice, or email? And then Ed tells me how he likes to be communicated with. Wonderful. I take a note of that. 
because just because I like to text doesn't mean my client does. So you want to, why tell them what you're going to do to them when they're, they have a huge voice in what they need yeah. and want. <laughs> so and, ask. ask. <laughs> and we both have had clients that say, I don't use email. <laughs> yeah. You need to come to my them. house. <laughs> you need to come to my house. And you know what you Which do? Fine. You go to the house. Absolutely, you do that. Yes. And then the next thing is, is that um, I communicate with my sellers and buyers uh, three times a week minimum. Um, Even if it's, there's nothing new to tell you today. Hey, I hope you have a great day. Because the very, the thing that makes my skin crawl the most is when my clients call me before I call them or communicate with me before I communicate with them. It is something in me that makes my body go, I didn't do my job, which isn't true. I mean, that's not true, but that's how I feel. So I always want to be a step ahead. And after I ask how they like to be communicated with, I say, you're going to hear from me on Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, or Monday, Tuesday, Thursday, or Monday, Thursday. It just really depends on kind of the client and their needs. Yep. One of those is like a touch base with an update. One of those is kind of a love touch, and then one is another touch base with a yeah. With an and update. you you are really really good at that. You do a great job. So. That's where I thrive. I thrive in that because I it makes it makes me feel good. So there's that the ego piece of feeling good is there, and it really pulls me into doing it. But I also know that they they like it too. Yeah, and it calms you and it calms them. Yeah. So that yeah. that's really, really good. Okay. okay. What about you? Uh, same. You know, I'm going to ask, how do you like to be communicated to and then, mm-hmm. uh, or with, I should say. Mm-hmm. And then we're going to go through that. I tend to do my follow-ups on Fridays. So mm-hmm. I'm not I'm not touching base uh, on a fixed schedule throughout the week. I'm letting that kind of drive. My natural tendency is mm-hmm. to do more text than email or phone. Uh, just because of the rapidness of it, if I have a question, mm-hmm. if that's how they like to be communicated with, mm-hmm. that's where I'll I'll tend to go. And then Beth's, you know, following behind on the same schedule. That's great. Cool. That's awesome. Uh, and then uh, ChatGPT is saying effective communication is vital during the selling process. You know, ask how they how they will provide inquiries, showings, offers, and feedback and potential buyers. Uh, knowing how they plan to keep you informed uh, can help you set expectations. I will say this uh, after reading yes. that one of the things I do is on the opening weekend mm-hmm. for the listing, and I try and have people out of the home. Mm-hmm. I'll say, look, if we get an offer on opening weekend, I'm going to let you know. I'm, I'm, we're not going to present the offer, but I'm going to say, "Hey, we got an offer on the table." Yeah. So exactly. you know, we're, so you know, we're in the game. I'm not mm-hmm. going to be forwarding you every offer along <laughs> the way and ruining yeah. your weekend. Yeah. That's my job. Yeah. And then we're going to come by. We're going to set a deadline, and then we're going to do the Zoom review of all the offers, which yes. I know you have embraced and loved. Yep, I love that, Ed. That is one of my favorite things because it's beautiful. You have everybody kind of in the same space, even though you're on the computer and I can pull up comps. I can pull up their offers. I can pull up their addendums. I can pull, everything is organized in one space and I have it already on the computer. I think it's really powerful and thank you. Yeah. And yeah, it's fun. That's the other thing. It's like a fun fun. thing to do because you're going, you know, they're excited and you're excited. You're you're throwing it out. It's very, very fun. It's good. It's really so, good. 
Good stuff. That's awesome. Okay, you want to okay. ask the last sure. one? So what are your commission and contract terms? Mm. Well, you know me on this one. So, I do know uh, you on this one. And we've got a whole podcast on this question. Mm-hmm. But my talk track and the way I do is I bring this right up on the top. Mm-hmm. And say, look, uh, I'm going to tell you some things. You might feel... Like uh, I'm that kind of arrogant listing agent. It might seem like I'm being a little dogmatic here, but there's there's a few things you need to know. <laughs> Pause. <laughs> and then they get a laugh. And I say, okay, here's the deal. <laughs> I'm a full service, full commission agent. Yeah. And yeah. I'll lay out based on the price, like what that is. Yep. But I'm not your like 300 list it and take it away dude. That's mm-hmm. not what I am. And you're mm-hmm. going to get incredible service. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm going to ask you to, <laughs> to prep the home and stage it and spend a little money and time doing that. Yeah. And I'm going to want you to price it a little bit under the market. And what's going to happen oh is we're going to create this beautiful buzz and you know how this ends. So yeah. anyway, that's how I lay that puppy out. <laughs> I love it. I love it. So you, this is another thing that you taught me because I don't know why I was always like hiding behind the commission. So yeah, I do the exact same thing. Joe is very good at talking about commissions. Like I've learned a lot from him too, which is, you know, hi, Joe. Good job, Joe. But <laughs> it's interesting. I at one point in my in my career I used to say, yeah, you know, if I could charge 15%, I would because I'm worth it. <laughs> but the going rate is, you know, X. Um, I do want to say something, a really funny story. And I after it flew out of my mouth, I I don't even I was like, whoa, did I just say that? So I had Wait, I was, find that shocking. <laughs> I want to hear this story, but I find that shocking. <laughs> Go ahead. I want to hear the story. <laughs> I had a, I had a, uh, a seller and I went on a listing appointment and we were talking through everything. We talked about the commission and he said to me, well, why shouldn't I just use a, you know, discount broker? And they used a name, but I'm not going to use that name. And I said, well, let me put it this way. I eat that discount broker for lunch. <laughs> True. <laughs> and he looked at me and you I could see his face, his little eyeballs, and I'm all look when I walk into a house that X discount broker are listed, I know I'm gonna get a smoking freaking deal because they don't know what the hell is going on. I look at my clients and I smile and I think, ooh, we're gonna get a good deal. We're gonna get a good deal. <laughs> yeah. And it just he just started laughing and I'm all, you get what you're paid for, man. I'm gonna make you back what you're paying me double minimum. Just trust the process. Trust me in this process. If you're unhappy, let's talk about it. And I've said that before too. I've said if you are unhappy at the end of this transaction and you feel that I was not worth what I charge, I'm a hundred percent open to talking to you about it. I have awesome. never had somebody go, eh, you sucked, lady. Yeah, no, you're you good. Sucked. You suck, lady. So uh, that's five, but they had a bonus question here. They threw in oh, for no. free, and I like Great. it. And I'm gonna, 
And it's, can you provide references from past clients? Now, <sighs> Heck yeah, uh, I can. Heck yeah, I can. So, and we both can do that, but I'll tell you how I like to handle this one. If somebody gave me this list yeah, and you know, went through it like this, and after we were done, I'd say, you know, I love that list. That's great. I really appreciate you did your homework. But I think you missed the most important question. Oh. And it's really three questions wrapped into one. I said, I, you know, when you're, and I've done this. I've, yeah. I had a client that literally did a whole thing like this. They had a book, yeah. How to Sell My Home, and they went through all this <laughs> stuff. And so I love that though. Good yeah, on them. I said, look, I said, when it comes down to it, there's three things you really need to do to know. Are you good at what you do? Can I trust you? And do you care about me? Aww. That's really what you need to know. And I said, Hopefully, by you know the, going through this process, hopefully we both agree that I'm good at what I do. Mm-hmm. On the on the trust and care about me, you probably need to hear from my clients on that. And I happen to have a client testimonial video. If you want to look at that and see in their own words and, and what they say about the service I provide, you watch it. But here's a list of references too. Uh, it's, it's so good. And I know you do that. And I just think that is amazing because what that does is that takes the all the contractual stuff and ties it up with how, what you're so good at. And that's being there for them because you don't want to have somebody who's disengaged from your biggest transaction ever. You want them engaged and vested. Yeah. 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 Hundred percent. So I think yeah. that's a really powerful way to handle the nuts and bolts and kind of technocratic. <laughs> you know, what are you going to do here? What are you going to do there? At the end of the day, it's like, are you good? Yeah. Do you care and kind of trust yeah. you. That's yeah. what it comes down to. So I love it. Anyway, well, that, I think we can put a wrap on that. Do you have anything else you want to add? Uh, I just want to wrap. I just want to say, Chat GPT can eat our dust. <laughs> there you go. I think you did pretty well. See y'all later. (laughs) Bye, everyone. We hope you enjoyed the show. Gained insight into having a thriving business and living a balanced life. We also welcome any ideas you would like us to discuss in future shows. Don't forget to like and share. We'll see you next week.